This is the sermon podcast of Lord of Life Lutheran Church in Columbus, Ohio, where we proclaim God's extravagant grace, radical inclusion, and relentless compassion. Join us for worship Sundays at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., or 11.15 a.m. This is Lord of Life. There is a place for you here. For more information, please visit our website at www.acceptingall.com. The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the fourth chapter. Jesus said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. He also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables he spoke the word to them, as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Now some of you may remember the song, Little Things Mean a Lot. Here's a couple of stanzas to shake your memory. Blow me a kiss from across the room. Say I look nice when I'm not. Touch my hair as you pass my chair. Little things mean a lot. Give me your hand when I've lost the way. Give me your shoulder to cry on, whether the day is bright or gray. Give me your heart to rely on. Little things mean a lot. It's a lovely song with some tender sentiments, and though it is written for a female singer singing to her beloved, It works for all of us in our relations with our loved ones, including, I would submit, this Father's Day, the little kindnesses, encouragements, and comforts fathers provide for their children that we remember this day. These little things, along with their big efforts and their big sacrifices, mean a lot. And today the parable of the mustard seed is about how something little turns out to be a lot. Jesus came proclaiming the kingdom of God is at hand, and in many and various ways he made it clear that he was the one revealing the reign of God and sealing in his Easter victory its promise for the future of the world. So he told parables of the kingdom to emphasize his mission. Two of them are in our gospel reading today. We focus first and foremost on that one of the mustard seed. And a good deal of ink has been spilled on various interpretations of this parable, but the idea of something small growing into something big is inescapable. The reign of God seems always to be revealed in small beginnings rather than with overwhelming, awesome shows of power. Yet it grows and reveals to us the hope of the world. God makes a covenant with Abraham, promising that in him all nations would find blessing and his descendants would be too numerous to count. 
This one man who trusted God's promise became the father of nations. So that even today, Jews, Christians, and Muslims consider themselves the children of Abraham. Little David from tiny Bethlehem kills the giant Goliath and becomes God's chosen king to whom is given the promise of everlasting covenant. It is a covenant whose fulfillment begins to unfold as a simple carpenter named Joseph from David's line takes his young pregnant wife to Bethlehem and the revelation of God's ultimate future begins with just a baby in a stable. The baby Jesus, grown to manhood, does not reveal God's reign with intimidating works of power or assembling massive army of followers. Instead, he enlists a rather motley crew of disciples, one among their number from the despised ranks of the tax collectors, and also fishermen whom he called, who were singled out by the rabbis as unfit for participation in the religious community because they were ritually impure. Why? Because they handled unclean fish when they sorted out their catch. But they were part of Jesus' little group. And finally, the covenant promise made to ancient Abraham finds its ultimate realization in one man dying on a cross, working for the salvation of the world, and with the resurrection and gift of the Spirit, this little band of disciples begin a witness that has seen virtually billions come to the Christian faith throughout the centuries to this day many ready to give their lives for that faith. In God's way of doing things, little things mean a lot. Like the tiny mustard seed that grew into a big bush, God's purposes are revealed and accomplished from small beginnings. The parable goes on to speak of the mustard seed's many branches in which the birds come to nest. One thinks of of Jesus' promise to the disciples that his Father's house has many dwellings, a place for them, a place for us. The reign of God, like the mustard seed that grows, has many branches for nesting places, dwelling places in the Father's house for people from all around the world. And one might add, when we think of the image of the birds, a resting place, a dwelling place for all creatures as well. Jesus' parable is an assurance. It's not unlike the parable of the sower, if you can remember that one. The disciples were seeing that some of the seed did not grow or flourish because it fell on rocky ground, people who were not receptive to Jesus' message. Or they were choked by weeds like the cares of the world that smothered the faith of some of the other would-be believers. They were perhaps discouraged But the parable goes on. There is good soil that produces abundantly. Despite apparent setbacks, the disciples were to take heart, for the reign of God cannot be stopped. Like the other parable today, the scattered seed that grows to harvest without the farmer understanding how, the seeds of the reign of God have the power within them to grow from tiny seeds to a huge harvest. 
But the parable is also a challenge to trust that the seeds of God's word in Christ have the power within them to grow. In Luther's little catechism, he writes concerning the petition of the Lord's Prayer, Your Kingdom Come, and it reads this way. God's kingdom comes without our prayer, but we pray in this petition that it will come among us also. And it comes, he says, in effect, through the Spirit, bringing us to faith and trusting God's promise that we too may spread the seeds of the gospel. That is God's mission to which we are called. Well, in a time when we fear that so many are falling away from the faith and so many of the values we cherish seem to be eroded in our society, we are assured and challenged by the parables before us today. We are not to despise what seems at times to be so little that we can do or accomplish in our vast and troubled world. Yet the countless so-called little things that the Christian community throughout the world does every day in compassionate love for the neighbor and the nurture of children and courageous striving for justice All these are a sign of God's reign at work and a source of hope for the hopeless. And it may not seem like we can do much, but God is at work in the power of God's promise and the love that flows from it. In latter years, in his later years, the folk singer Pete Seeger built a schooner called Clearwater to sail on the Hudson River. The idea was to get folks of all ages on board to see how the river needed cleaning up in hopes of getting them involved in a cleanup project. It was a small project, Seeger says, but the river did get cleaner and the beaches were opened again. The clear water, said Seeger, is one of many little things going on to save this or save that small organizations, religious and otherwise. His image of these small endeavors was that of a seesaw at one end held down by a big basket filled with huge rocks. And at the other end are advocates and activists, caregivers, teachers, loving parents, volunteers of all kinds, armed only with teaspoons, slowly using them fill their basket with sand in hopes of tipping the balance for the good. People scoff at the effort to move those rocks, Seeger says, but one day the critical grain of sand is poured and the rocks go flying up into the sky. And people say, how did this happen? And Seeger replied, it's us and our damn teaspoons. (laughs) But what has happened? After years of suffering their way to death, more and more people have hospice care. After years of oppression, more and more women are taking leadership in church and academy and business. Gay people are getting married. The Christian church in much of Africa and the Southern Hemisphere is growing, growing despite poverty and pockets of oppression. We have seen the successes of civil rights movement led by Dr. King. We have seen the Berlin Wall come down and the Christian faith take hold once more in countries where it had been prohibited. There was a time when many of these things seemed impossible. I remember it. 
And yet there is much still going wrong, of course. Of course, racism, sexism, oppression of women, children abused and torn from their parents, homophobic hatred, and manifold forms of human cruelty, these still abound. But we keep spreading the seed of the gospel, like pouring sand from a teaspoon, in whatever ways we can, for seemingly small efforts point the way to the reign of God, when our every act of love will find its fulfillment in the presence of God, who is love itself. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all seeds on earth, yet when it is sown it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. Little things mean a lot. Thanks be to God. Amen.